Steam locomotives were some of the most powerful machines ever built. They pulled trains that fueled our imagination. They represented vision, collaboration, ingenuity, customer service, and extraordinary human achievement. But in order to get to their destination, it took someone guiding them through a series of switches in order to get to the main line. Just like leaders today, it takes someone directing them down the right path in order to get to their destination. Welcome to Mainline Executive Coaching ACT, which stands for and Cultural Transformation, hosted by Master Certified Intelligent Leadership Executive Coaches, Michael Bailey and Rich Barron. With over 50 years of successful cultural transformation and quantum leadership development between them. Once again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's show. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. This is Mainline Executive Coaching, ACT. This is what we do. We come together. We help you as those leaders out there, leading organizations, emerging leaders, leaders that want to be leaders that want to be better, that somehow, somehow, Along the way, got stuck and you got lost and you weren't sure what was going on and you just got stuck in this port and you don't know how to keep moving yourself up the ladder. We're here for every one of you leaders who want to become better. Mainline Executive Coaching, ACT Act, and ACT also stands for and Cultural Transformation. That is what we will be talking about today. Cultural transformation, not an easy thing to do. We've, we've told you before, it's like 75% of the time. Uh, some sort of organization, company, business attempts to do this cultural transformation, and they fail. 75%. That's a huge, and of course, then after that, I feel very, very gun shy, right? So we are here today to discuss this and how we can help you in that very endeavor, if that's something that you see that you truly not only need, but you really want, and you've got to get after it. I'm Michael Bailey. I'm here today with Rich Barron, my partner. We are a great friend here, Al Fragnoli, great guy, great person to have with us. A lot of opportunities, lots of great things that he has done as well. So let's start with this notion. 75% of the time it fails. I'm going to tell you one of the reasons I think it fails is not only not, they just don't really know how to do it, but they set up the, this cultural transformation to fail. It's set up from the very start to fail. And they may not even realize that they're setting up the people in charge here that they're setting up to fail. Could there be something to that, that they the reason it fails is because they set it up to fail? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and a lot of times they don't even know they're setting it up to fail. It's because they don't understand what culture truly is. How often do we hear the word, matter of fact, I don't think there's a company out there that you can't walk into and ask them about their culture and they're like, oh yeah, we got a great culture. You know, check out our break room. It's got leather couches and a coffee bar. And, yeah. you know, we've, we've actually heard that before. You know, we have a fire pit, you know, where everybody can sit around during breaks and they're after, you know, and, and just chill after work or, you know, that's, that's what people think culture is, unfortunately. But, you know, how, how often can you really put your finger on what culture is and, and how is it impacting your organization? Just like you said, 75% of all com uh, companies out there, which is an actual statistic, flat out fail to change leadership. They can't do it. They don't know how to do it. 
they're not and and one of the things that they're not doing is measuring the culture in their organization and taking the results seriously can we reduce it to something really simple i'd like to have you respond to this al and that is culture at its best is a win 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 you really take a look at that. I think you're a guy that will understand that really well. This idea of management, leadership and management, the staff, the employees, and also the customers. So we can probably even include vendors as well. It's this <laughs> culture of winning. This is the idea we're all in it together, working together to make it better for everyone, not just for a few of us. What do you think of this idea of win, 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 or win, 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 win? Yeah. Um, first of all, gentlemen, uh, Michael, Rich, I love what you guys do. Keep up the fantastic work. Thank you so much for having me on again. Um, always love talking to you guys. So it, it is an interesting concept, you know, Michael, and, and uh, you know, you mentioned the win, 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 right? And, and why do so many companies fail when they're attempting to get this culture right? And, and it's critically important that leaders at the very top of these companies and organizations really take into thought and consideration um, the beliefs, the values of all their people, uh, entry-level managers, um, their sales force, their marketing team, whoever it might be, they really, really got to focus on um, the entire company as a whole and not just focus on the bottom line and the numbers um, if they want to see true success when it comes to culture. I read an interesting article uh, not too long ago um, that was talking about going in for a job interview. And when people are going into one of the final round interviews and they're uh, at the office and uh, they might potentially have the chance to meet some uh, of the leadership team and, and go throughout um, the, the facility there, they said it's really, really critical in 2022 here to spend time as you look into managers offices and really look and see what the inside of each individual manager's office looks like as, as you're talking to them. And they said to look for key things such as photos. Do they have photos of family, friends on their desk? If they don't, that's typically an indicator that culture isn't um, at a premium and, and not at a high level within an organization. I thought that was really, really interesting. I like that a lot. What about this idea? If we, if somebody's watching our our uh, podcast here today, what could they start looking for in terms of? Oh, I wonder if that's our problem. You know, just they got to be really honest about this, leaders. You got to be honest. There's no point lying about it, denying it, dancing around it. You know, there's there's no point. If you really want to lead, you got to be honest about it, honest your heart, honest in your communications, honest with the people. So one of the things that you do is this. I think you'd start noticing that people. Are, are operating or being motivated out of a culture of fear. Let's take a look at this idea of the culture of fear, or just people, you know, I, I have to do this. I've got to do this. You know, it's not like I'm really excited to do it, but I've got to do it. Now, what do you think about this culture of fear notion? So that that's another interesting uh, um, concept right there. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, Michael, because I think there's a lot of companies that honestly struggle with this. There's a lot of people that I've talked to in a variety of different organizations that struggle with that culture of fear. Right. So if you're um, you're going to do this because I told you to do that. Right. It needs to get done right now. And if, if it doesn't get done, you might not have a job here tomorrow. That's that's leading based off of fear. It's the wrong way to lead. It doesn't work. Um, in today's day and age and, you know, the p potential consequences to stuff like that is sure you might get immediate results that day, that week, but long term. 
they're not going to be there. Right. Rich, Michael, you're not, you're not going to see that because people are going to spend some of their free time looking for other jobs because nobody wants to be surrounded um, by leadership that is leading based off of fear. And that, that is a hundred percent the wrong way to do things. But we unfortunately see a lot of companies that do that still. So that, that this fear is kind of a lackluster of leadership, really, when you take a look at leaders who really, really in trouble. Let's just get real clear about it, real serious about it here. Leaders who have to motivate out of fear really aren't leaders. They're taskmasters, right? You could say that, right? They don't know how to create inspiration. They don't know how to motivate their people. They don't know how to connect with their people. And that kind of leads to the next thing here is they're really not particularly good at communication. It's kind of lackluster clarity in their communication. How about that, Rich? Talk about lackluster communication clarity. Communication is key. Communication to be effective has to flow through all directions of the organization. It's got to flow up. It's got to flow down. It's got to flow horizontal. And if you do not have the ability to communicate, effectively communicate the vision, the mission, the purpose of your organization, and what you intend to accomplish, you're not going to get that done. You know, there's that's one of the things that we talk about. Um, you know, there's, there's the five cultures of culture we talk about. There's a capability culture, the commitment culture the alignment culture, the individual performance culture, the team performance culture. And it's that alignment culture, part of that five, that deals specifically with that communication piece. How good are you at, 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 at really dishing out that communication effectively so everybody understands, everybody's on the same page? If they're not doing that, and if you're not measuring that, then, you know, that, that was a big issue. That's a problem. Yeah, that goes back to training, motivation and connection, all those kinds of things that, you know, that just is not that just aren't happening there. So let's take a look at this. If, if in the beginning, you're kind of being beaten down here with, uh, you know, you've got to do it, you've got to do it. And then the communication is not very clear about what exactly do they want and when do they want it and where are we going? What's what they're all about or what's the strategy, strategic plan for the year? And how are we all doing this? In that confusion, what we create is distrust. We create suspicion. Well, what are they up to now? What's going on? And what do they really mean? And it feels like we're being manipulated. So this lack of trust is also, you take a leader, if you took at your organization, and you're not feeling this connection with the people that you're leading, that, that the staff, the employees there. If you if you can't discern that they really like to be that they, they really trust you, and it's not just you know just slapping their gums, but it's it's a real trust. We're really in it with you, and you're not seeing it throughout the company. You've got something going on there that is more about distrust than really trust. What about that? What about is that important to have trust? I mean. Not just there, but proactively going after it every single day to, to keep that trust going. Yeah, Michael, I'm glad you brought this point up, too, because, um, you know, when a company struggles with trust amongst their people, what, what do people naturally fall into? All of a sudden, they don't care about the company anymore. It's about me, me, me. How am I going to protect myself? How am I going to take care of myself? So they no longer care about the entire overall goal and mission of the company. Uh, because they have no trust in their in their direct boss and the rest of their leadership and management team. 
and and no trust again ultimately you're going to you're going to lose people you're going to you're not going to be able to reach your full potential as a company on where you want to go but michael you you brought up the point of sharing the vision the goals the strategic goals with your people when you do that to your point you create that open line of communication that trust that is there and everybody knows exactly what the goal of the company and mission is for the for the quarter for the year whatever it is but when you don't have that and there's no trust you no longer care about the company it's all about me 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 how do i protect myself and that's a big problem yeah what are your thoughts on that good good stuff al what are my thoughts on that trust is, is absolutely essential and i want to tell you one way that it's right now that i've seen uh trust eroded in organizations and that's the first the first part that we talk about that capability culture. Right now, we we're seeing a lot of people leaving organizations, um, moving on to different companies, and at the same time, we see some of these same companies that are so focused on recruiting, trying to find that that next big thing, that culture fit, if you will, instead of a, a culture at individual. So they're out there spending all this time looking at all these resumes doing these these interviews looking for someone to fill a position in that company you might already have half a dozen qualified people in your organization you're passing up when you do that when you do that leaders and i hope you're listening because we've seen this firsthand you lose that trust in your people in your company that you're supposed to be developing their capability developing their skills, developing their leadership to, to carry on your legacy. When you're going outside the company and just picking a resume out of however many, you know, got sent to you and focusing your future on, on what, whoever that is. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I'm saying you need to look within inside your organization first. And if you're not, that means you're not spending the time getting to know your people. You have not spent the time developing the skills, the talents, and and the knowledge that you already have. The biggest waste in any company, biggest waste in any company is people's skills, time, energy, talents, name it. It's people. The biggest waste in any company is people. And if you're not focusing on that capability, it's just like a good coach. Now, Al, you're, you've been you you you've been an MLB scout, right? Mm-hmm. You know firsthand the coaches aren't looking for your past performance. They're looking at your potential. What is your potential? And how can I take that potential and roll that into future performance? How do you know that, honestly, when you don't get out in the, in the ground level and know who your people are and develop them, your programs to develop them? And I'll tell you what, that's one of the biggest issues in trust in organizations today is you're failing to recognize who you already have. There's two things that are there that are really interesting. What you were saying, Rich, about uh, they're not looking inside the company to see who's there. The message that they send, and and think about it this way, the message that they send is this. Even though I've got people that have got those capabilities, I don't trust them to move them into this new position or move up the ladder. What what greater way do you know to break trust with someone than to say, I don't trust you, either implicitly or 
or, or right out. What, what, what is that? That's a great way to just say, you know, I don't trust you. Well, then I don't trust you either. The other thing is this, this whole thing about capacity. You know, we, we often think of it in terms of, you know, the staff, the employees. But man, I'm telling you, it goes up and down the ladder. Do the leaders have the capacity? Do they have the skills? Do they know what it is that they're doing? Just like you're talking about developing your talent, developing your, your people, helping them to bring greater skills, capacity to their jobs. Leaders, are you developing your capacity in the same kind of way? When your people look at you, do they believe in you? Because they believe that you have the capacity and that you will use that capacity and that you will employ that capacity to help you as an individual and then throughout the company. Do they believe that or do they not? Yeah, that's an interesting place to go to. So we have this kind of culture we talked about, we talked about this idea of the leaders are may not be doing as good as we're talking about here. Again, the capacity here. The other thing is about uh this, the, the, the fear, we're talking about the fear, we're talking also about the trust, and we're talking about the communication. When you put those three things together, something really interesting happens in somebody's mind. And that is this, what's my real potential in this company for my career development? <laughs> fear, lack of trust, leadership's not really with it, communications really aren't great. Commitment. I have any kind of belief that I've got a career path here. And if I did, they indicated that, why would I want to stay? What do you think, Rich? Then we'll have you respond, Al. Oh, absolutely. And you wonder why all these people are leaving companies looking for a better opportunity. You know, and they say this time and time again, and it really rings true. People don't leave a bad job. They leave a bad boss. They leave bad leadership looking for better leadership you know and so there's there's a lot to be said about that is you know that commitment to your people that that uh celebrating individual performance uh celebrating team performance if you're not measuring these things in your company and just assuming that everything's okay because i've got a tea time tomorrow or you know true story yeah it is a true story that's an absolutely true story you know or because i don't want to know because it might make me feel bad or you just aren't taking the time you know here's the thing is, is ceos ceos pay attention you can't fake the culture in your company if you're not living the values that you you say that we stand for. You can't fake that. The culture in the company cannot be faked. You can't. You know, try as you might, it just can't. Good point, Al. Yeah, you know, that, that was great, great stuff right there, Rich. Um, you know, it, and to, to piggyback off that, I, I agree with you, though, is people are going to leave and they're, they're already doing it right now. They're leaving companies in droves. So, you know, if you're leading based off of fear first of all if a leader is leading based off of fear what does that typically tell me that tells me that the leader is very reactionary the leader doesn't truly care about their people and they don't want to put in the work to get to know their people on a personal level so that they can figure out how to lead and inspire them 
because that's what a leader's role is that we've talked, we've talked about that. Right. And so it is, it, you got to put in more of an effort. It's not about you anymore. It's about your entire team. And that's what leaders have to do. And, and if they don't do those things, they're going to lose their people because people will see right through that. They're going to see exactly what you're doing. They're going to say, Oh my gosh, my boss, all he does is care about himself. Right. And then and they're going to say, I have no room to grow and develop here. I want to be a fantastic leader someday, but I'm not going to learn it where I'm at right now. So I got to move on. So now that company has lost a fantastic leader and trying to replace that person, that employee that wanted to be a fantastic leader. Good luck. You know, it's going to take a lot of work, a lot of resources, a lot of money. Excellent. One of the things that sometimes we let's be honest here. If you're watching as you know, and you're a leader, there is often a time of chastisement or getting after the leader for not measuring up. And and the yeah. reason we do that, and you've heard this from us as well, we love talent. We really do. We love people, their talents, their abilities, what it is they bring. We just we're, we're that kind of people that we want to see those individuals who are engaged in developing their talent, their character, become their best. We love that. We embrace that. And we want to bring that out even more in them. So the little bit of, you know, chastening here that we're giving you to here is this. It's because we love you, because we care that you become the best leader that you can possibly be. And, and the, the other side of that whole thing is this. Leadership is, a, is truly a privilege. It's an honor. It's something that if you take a look at, it's this, this responsibility that has been given to you, however it may have come to you to do something great. It calls, leadership calls upon you to rise to new levels of greatness, new levels of possibilities, new levels of achievement. And in turn, that calls upon you to get in there with your people and encourage them to, to do what you can to motivate them, to excite them, to see the best in themselves so that they feel good about themselves. They feel good about the work that they're doing and they want to bring more of it. It's not just to get that, you know, sometimes we talk about that, you know, the parking lot, you know, uh, position or the name on the door kind of stuff. It is a privilege and an honor because what you do and what you have the potential of doing is changing people's lives, not only there's in their careers, but in their families and people they associate for the rest of your life. That is a great, great honor. It's a great, great privilege. And it is a great responsibility. We are calling upon you leaders to take that mantle up, take it up boldly, courageously, with real courage, with real strength, with you know a real sense of purpose and mission. Take it up and let's go. Lead forward with it. All right. How, thanks for coming on, Al. We thank you for thank you this great man here. Absolutely. Thank you again, gentlemen, for uh, for reaching out to me, having me on. Always a pleasure. I love talking with you guys. Um, if anybody wants to get a hold of me, they can uh, contact me. Um, through, I can they can connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, email afragnoli at intelligentleadershipec.com uh, or um, my website, which you uh, gentlemen have posted here, alfragnoli.intelligentleadershipec.com. But again, it's always an honor, and I, I love chatting with you guys. Um, you think you're doing fantastic stuff, so can't thank you guys enough. Can't thank you. Thank you. And Al, you have an awesome podcast. Yeah. Yeah, legal leaders um, share it through uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. Um, talk to a variety of different uh, leaders, um, sports industry, um, education, um, just every sort of leader possible. We're trying to get on and um, on that podcast as well. So. 
um, appreciate you guys giving me a shout out uh, in regards there as well. Outstanding. Do watch them. Great. Rich. Executive Leaders Act, ILEC.com. That's where you need to go. That's the, you know, go visit Al, come visit us. Let's talk. Let's fix. Let's help you fix your situation. If you don't think it needs to be fixed, talk to us anyway and let us let us help you determine that and get you on a path to greatness because you know we may not be the greatest us three but I'll tell you what we sure would like to help you be the greatest so we we like to see you on that path and get you to that that next level so again executive leaders act ilnc.com come talk to us about culture assessments and uh, readiness assessments for your leadership group we can help you there. 52 pages of a complete report. It's going to outline everything in your organization, top to bottom. If you're ready for that, come see us. Absolutely. All right, that's it. Thanks for joining us again today, folks. Make it a great week. Make it a, uh, we got, we're about out of March. We're marching out of March and we're hitting April. Here we go. So all the best to you folks. All right. Have a good night. Take care and we'll see you next time. With all of the issues facing leaders and organizations today, you need executive coaching more than ever. Go to our websites, richbarronexecutivecoaching.com or michaelbailey.com. You can also find us both on LinkedIn. Reach out to us and let's sit down and find out just how bright your future can be with executive coaching. We'd also like to thank all of our supporters in over 60 countries and 600 cities worldwide will help to make us one of the top executive coaching podcasts in the world. From Rich Barron and Michael Bailey, this is Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. Thank you and take care.